This podcast is sponsored by tenofthose.com. Tenofthose.com handpick the best Christian books that point to Jesus and sell them at discounted prices. The more you buy, the cheaper they get. Rather than a particular book this week, I want to tell you about the new Two Sisters bookstore we have going on with tenofthose.com. All our recommendations are now on one page with Ten of Those. All you have to do is type in tenofthose.com forward slash two sisters, whether you're in the UK or the US, and all the books we've recommended will pop up on the screen, plus a few extras. Do check it out. It's a great resource to be able to get these books into your hands and into the hands of others. Welcome to Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. My name is Sarah and I live in the UK, and this is my sister Felicity, and she lives in the US. Hi, Felicity. Hi, Sarah. Hi, everyone. How are you? I am just so excited about my biscuits that I just gonna, oh, I'm just going to go jump on in then. there and tell you about I mean, it's not often that you actually have to unwrap an individual biscuit, mm. but this old school class biscuit, the Viscount. Uh, orange or mint? Mint. Mint all the way, mm, actually. Yeah, I think you were always a mint variety person, weren't you? I was always orange. Yeah, I, we had these a lot when we were growing up. I know. I was just thinking, did we get given them every day for tea? <laughs> I would never give my kids that now. <laughs> I know, I know. That, and it's kind of in the same category as the club or the trio, isn't it? Mm, it's like special kind well. of, yeah, exactly. So it's actually really good. Just Describe so you know. it to us for those who don't know what it is. Well, it's a good point. It's chocolate covered and it's got a um, kind of mint cream. Not too much though, just at the top. So as you take mm. a bite, you get biscuit, chocolate and mint. And it's just mm. the right size. A very it's good. Yeah. What about you? What's in your uh, refreshments? Um, I've gone for a cup of Yorkshire tea. I found myself this week actually drinking a lot more tea than usual. I think... I don't know, it's, I'm missing the north a bit. I'm feeling like cups of tea might help me through that. Um, <laughs> what a northerner so, you are. Oh, I know, not. I know, or not. <laughs> when I say a lot of tea, it's not really a lot of tea. Um, <laughs> and then I've I've got in my hand something which looks like a cookie. It's actually called a Jaffinator. A Jaffinator? I've never heard of it. Well, neither had I. I just saw it in Lidl the other day. Um to be fair, it smells better than it tastes. Um, it's basically <laughs> a chocolate chip cookie with a little bit of orange peel in it. Oh. Yeah. That sounds Dis- disappointing. Disappointing. They've like ridden on the name of the Jaffa cake and gone for something, you know, cool. Yeah. But it's, it's okay. I wouldn't buy another packet, put it that way. Fair enough. A good experiment. Yeah. So we're in our last episode, Sarah. Can you believe it? I know. Esther. All the way through, which uh, when we started Esther, I think we both thought this is quite an undertaking because it's a narrative and it's fairly long. And how's it going to work in podcast form? But I think it's just been rich and deep and wonderful, hasn't it? Oh, there's been so much to dwell on, hasn't there? And um, how to sum it up. I think so. This The aim of this uh, episode is to try and sum it up, isn't it? And to kind of just reflect back on the last few weeks um, as we've got our heads around it. And actually, it's quite hard to sum it up. There's so much, as you say, it's so rich. Um, but we're going to think about, we've kind of been asking one another three questions, haven't we? With mm. um, And kind of thinking on the, along those lines. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, so we're going to think about what's been surprising for us, what's been a surprising truth, what's kind of deepened for us. Is there a truth that's kind of been deepened through the course of this season? And what's been an impacting truth what how how have our words and thoughts and feelings 
and maybe even actions being impacted um, as we've gone through this. So um, that's that's what we're going to do. Felicity, do you want to kick us off? What what have you found surprising as we've gone through? Yes, absolutely. Do you know, I I think I've known for quite a long time that when you're reading the Bible, whatever book you're in, you need to really take note of what the writer is seeking to do and achieve and kind of really listen closely to what they're doing and how they're doing it. But I think one of the things that surprised me about Esther is the way in which the structure and like the mirroring, the kind of perfect kind of putting together mm. of this narrative is so integral to our greater understanding of this great reversal and just the perfection of what God is actually ultimately achieving. I think I've just had a new appreciation of maybe it's that every aspect of what the narrator is doing is worth taking note of rather than just always oh, using these kind of words or, you know, it's this kind of genre, but actually mm. here I've loved, I feel like I, through it, I think I've got a bigger picture of just God really is bringing about everything into his perfect plan and perfect reversal. And ultimately triumph is all the more convincing as we mm-hmm. see it put together in this form. What about you, Sarah? Oh, yeah, it's just been so rich, hasn't it? And as you say, that's been wonderful to see that narrative unpacked. I think for me, it's just been really surprising how much we've got out of reading this narrative. I think when we, as you said um, earlier, when we started off, we were thinking, well, sermon series normally are kind of one or two, yeah. you know, one of two sections on it, or maybe four at a pinch. How are we going to do 10? Like, are we going to have enough to kind of talk about? And actually, wow I mean it's just been so surprising to see how rich it is and we haven't mined it for all it's worth it's felt like we've just skated over the surface Mm. there's just been so much and I think it's kind of it's just been so surprising for me and reminding me that God uses all different types of literature to help us understand his great salvation plan and his character and wow it just be yeah it's blown my mind to see the way that he's used this kind of narrative to do that and it's been wonderful in Mm. that way and I think it has actually made me think I should read narratives more, like devotionally yeah. get into narratives more. Because, yeah, it's, it's tempting to think that things like James with their kind of pithy verses and things are just easier to get a handle on. But I, I think repeated reading of Esther has really kind of increased my my groundwork, my kind of theological groundwork, I think. I don't know. I don't know whether that's really the right term to use, but... yeah. Well, what, so yeah, so on that, what's been a deepening truth for you, do you think? I was thinking about this and thinking that as we go through Esther and we see God's people in great peril, and as we see them in peril, there's every possibility that the promises that he's made are going to just go to pot because God's people are going to be wiped out and there's therefore no Messiah can come out of it and there's no rescue. But that doesn't happen. And the more I've read the story, the more I've thought God really will not abandon his people. His promises really do stand firm and that his rescue will will come like that is that is absolutely rock solid firm. And so as we see that, we see that his plan is actually unstoppable, that this is what is going to happen. And I think that reading Esther has really contributed to my understanding of that, because I'm just so persuaded that God does rescue his people. And it's just, I think it's seeing it from this different angle, isn't it? Because the rescue came from a kind of slightly unexpected place. Esther's not, I know the book's called Esther, so we kind of know she's a big deal. (laughs) 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 I know, but if you didn't know that, you wouldn't think. Little Jewish girl 
in this kind of slightly dubious virgin crowd is going to be the means by which God is going to rescue his people. And yet he does. And then when you think about the greater scale of that rescue, I feel like I don't think I've thought about that quite to this degree before. And it's been Mm. really helpful to consider it from a slightly different angle. And I think it then primes us to expect and look for the great reversal and to have all the more confidence that the new creation and us being in the new creation is like a dead cert. It's okay. We're going to be okay. That's kind of, yeah. yeah. How about you? Where did you get to on that, that thinking? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, all of that really. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, uh, what I've written here, um, you know that bit in Luke 24 that Nana was um, saying, you know the famous bit. I haven't got the verse in front of me now. <laughs> that famous bit where Jesus says it's all about me. That yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think that's just been brought home for me in a way that I wasn't expecting. But you know, reminding ourselves that this is a book where God's name is not mentioned. Um, but I just think that conversation with Nana was so helpful, and mm. it really changed the way I began to see every part of this book pointing to the better thing we have in Christ and I think that's just really deepened for me so as I open any bit of scripture and land anywhere actually I can have confidence there's going to be something there's going to be some nugget there's going to be some character there's going to be some theme there's going to be something that's going to point me to what we have in Christ Mm. and I think for me that's been a really wonderful sharpening and deepening or something I knew but I hadn't really um, kind of lived in and soaked in in this way and I think as you say in Esther we've just been reading and reading and reading it and therefore we've just been kind of absorbing it over the last 10 weeks haven't we mm. and yeah so that's kind of rooted me all the more in that conviction and that's been really helpful and really good for my heart to be there. I think that's so true isn't it that episode with Nana was really really excellent on that kind mm. of be just the almost the license being given to see Jesus and everything and I know we know that and if you if like we, I've probably taught people like the whole bible points to Jesus like just do that <laughs> but actually the way that she laid it out and helped us to see how to do that I think that was just it was really rich wasn't it and I, actually that's part of I think what has really impacted me the most is that I mm-hmm. as I've been seeing Jesus more clearly in this narrative I think it's made me just love who he is all the more. Particularly, I just don't know when I last thought about him as the perfect mediator. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of the all-sufficient mediator. Like, he is all, all we need. Anyone else who intercedes for me, even if I ask for prayer from, from someone or if, you know, as you look through Bible history, are various people who shadow this mediator. But he is the the one that's it. That's all we need. We need Jesus standing for us and interceding for us and ultimately on the cross, like saving us, rescuing us, obviously. But I feel like that angle and also the better king angle that we get through Mordecai and just kind of seeing that he really is the, the best. I know that's kind of an obvious thing to say, but I feel like it's impacted my longing for Jesus, my kind of heartfelt appreciation rather than sometimes I think I can slip into a bit of a kind of just spouting out the gospel because I know that's the gospel and you just kind of can explain it and say it and but actually that kind of heart impact that Mm -hmm. then makes me want to encourage others in their love for Jesus and speak of Jesus this wonderful savior 
to those who don't know him. So I, I think that's been quite a big yeah, impact for me. What about yeah. you, Sarah? Yeah, I think I'd say similarly in that, that I actually found myself quite surprised thinking through the fact that I really want to hold out this word of life to others having read this. And I didn't think that was going to be an implication of the book, hmm. if that makes sense. But actually, as you were saying a bit before, that kind of like deep confidence of being on the winning side of Jesus and just the whole of salvation history is kind of met in him and will consummate in him. And we're on his side, like we're, you know, we're his children and we can have complete confidence in what's going to happen in the future in a wonderful, reassuring way. You know, um, we're safe. We're safe in his everlasting arms and um, actually, that's just given me really real confidence to want to hold out the word of life to others, to be praying mm. um, to that end. And that's just been really good for my heart to be in that place. Um, I think also for me, it's been the just seeing how necessary this book of scripture is to a greater understanding of God's character, his providence, his sovereignty, his plans, um, just all these things that have deepened as we've read it. And I think I've just been thinking through the fact that it's so easy to neglect certain parts of scripture because it feels too hard or too alien or, oh, I'm just not sure how I'm going to read this. Or maybe it's not directly applicable. And I applicable. Uh, how do you say that word? <laughs> applicable. I think you got it. I that think one. don't try and applicable. overthink it. <laughs> But I, you know, I've been tempted to do that as I've gone through Esther. And one of my frustrations with it has been like, oh, I've not got a verse. I haven't got a favorite verse from it. I've come to the end of my like, yeah. oh, I don't I don't have a I favorite verse. I, I was like, okay, I should commit some of this to memory. And then yeah, I don't know. But actually like, it's not that kind of book, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, mm. re- you know, kind of wrestle with it and actually really soak it in. I think that that's been the challenge on my heart is am I really willing to do that with parts of scripture that feel hard, basically? Um, and don't feel as easy to pick up as yeah. a, you know one of Paul's letters, for example. Yeah, I think that's so true. And even just coming back to that thing of how this points us to Jesus, it's not the first. It's never been my first port of call. Let's go to Esther in order to look at Jesus. But having yeah. spent this length of time in it, I'm like, well, actually, if you don't look at Esther, you're missing out on an aspect of who Jesus is, which must be true for all of Scripture, mustn't it? So it, I find it quite exciting yeah. because then it makes you yeah. think, well let's let's dig down deep into all these different aspects it can yeah, be challenging and it? it can be hard but I feel like this conversing about it and talking about it together has meant that we have got a bit further in our understanding than me on my own oh for sure like I just think there's like I can't describe the value of chatting it through with you <laughs> and just how you know whether it's in a bible study group or just like with someone that you know someone else over a cup of tea like the value of doing this has just been extraordinary in a book that I didn't really understand going into yeah didn't, going into it you know um ah oh, it's been so good isn't it I've re- it's been so rich there's been so much and as we say like I feel like yeah we've only just scratched the surface there's so much more we could talk about um we want to talk about a couple of other things before we finish up this episode don't we so Felicity why don't you pray for us and then we'll yeah we'll chat about what's next yes I'd love to Heavenly Father we praise you so much for the book of Esther thank you for the clarity with which you show us your character show us your sovereignty show us what you're doing in the world and that through all of this that we see Jesus all the more clearly and we pray that you'd open the eyes of our heart that we might know him better as we dig into Esther as we mull over what we've been reading Please would you help us to delight in you 
in your word, in the Lord Jesus. And we pray that as we go from here, that these Esther truths would, would be anchored deep in our hearts. Please would be those who are impacted, not just in our knowledge, but in our hearts, in our understanding and in the way we live life as a result. Amen. Amen. So Sarah, tell us the exciting news. There's two pieces of exciting news. Um, the first is that we will be back for Yay! another season. Let's do it. Let's do another season. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to be back in January and we're really looking forward to that. Um, but we're going to have a good break before then. Yes. Um, the second piece of exciting news that in January, at the beginning of January, we celebrate our first birthday. Not like literally, uh, you know, as in the podcast, <laughs> the the podcast. podcast first birthday. <laughs> and in honour of our podcast first birthday, um, we are launching a monthly newsletter um, as a way to just connect with mm. everyone who's on the other end listening. I think um, what we found is that this has been a wonderful journey so far. We've really, really loved doing it, haven't we? It's been, yes, it's been a real, it's so. one of biggest highlights of the year but the kind of funny thing about doing a podcast is that you just kind of throw it out there and you yeah. don't know who's on the end, other end and it's been wonderful connect to connect with people over social media um, and through emails and messages and everything um but yeah we're, our aim is we, we'd like to launch a newsletter to just keep people connected and to connect with you our listeners um mm. deeper and in more meaningful ways would you say that I think that's right and to, to, we're not going to be doing anything different to what we're doing now but we are going to seek to just build a little bit on what we're doing now so in the newsletter there'll be a little bit of a sort of devotional thought from Sarah or myself and then we'll have some resources won't we and we're going to um just a couple of extra little things so being connected and therefore the ministry aspect of this we're actually able to just connect with one another so it's not just a kind of abstract kind of thing so that's part of our thinking isn't it and in this first newsletter there's there's quite a big bonus sarah um so not necessarily in the first newsletter but oh. if you sign up to be on our mailing list for this newsletter you will receive a bonus birthday episode where we're actually going to video ourselves to so see our faces um and we'll talk about what we've enjoyed this year and what's coming up in the year ahead and that kind of thing um so that's that's your little perk for signing up to the newsletter <laughs> we would love you to sign up and uh, how do we do it sarah great question there is a link in the show notes so click the link um and yeah we really we really hope it will be a valuable thing um we don't want it to become just something else cluttering your inbox like we respect your inbox and we want it to serve you our listeners um yeah ministry is about serving people to the glory of god isn't it and we we hope that it it does that um yeah. and it does that well um yes. the other couple of things just to mention are yeah as Felicity said before we've got this bookstore we've got this bookstore um with 10 of those do check it out all the books we've recommended this season are on that um and it's just a really helpful place to point people to and to grab those bargain books mm. and we would love it as ever if you were able to write a review tell a friend about us the season not really about us it's more about esther isn't it so why not pass this on to someone else who might just benefit from being in god's word together but please do write reviews for us we love the encouragement but also it just means that the word gets out more and more so wherever you listen to your podcasts please do do that and we we will look forward to seeing you in the new year 
Yeah, we just yeah, we just want to say thank you so much, don't we? Like we just mm. it's been it's been a massive journey for us this year. This has been such a rooting thing for us and we're so thankful for everyone's encouragement uh, that in yeah, that people have enjoyed listening along and we really look forward to um carrying on in the new year. Yes. So on that note, I'm going on a diet till then because I think I've eaten too many biscuits. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm I'm actually doing a quick visit to the UK, aren't I? So I don't know. I should probably save the biscuits that I bring back until January. So yes, fast <laughs> until then. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Yeah. See you. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Tenofthose.com.